bucks. Never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. For the most part, it means some type of um, <clears throat> calm over the organization, maybe a little bit uh, going into the season. Well, the first-year head coach and Adrian Griffin, uh, there's going to be some questions, right? And well, what if you get into the season and you don't get off to the best of starts? And it's January, uh, and you're not the one seed. You're not the two seed. Maybe you're not even the three seed, and it, it, the team's struggling a little bit. <clears throat> then it's, oh, boy, they're not playing well, and maybe Giannis is not going to sign the extension you know, next summer. Maybe Giannis is going to pick up and leave and go somewhere else because this Bucs team isn't winning now, and you know, he left himself open to that opportunity of going. And then all that drama, uh, you know, is circling over this team the rest of the season. Uh, so that wouldn't be good. Uh, you have the Terry Stotts drama, uh, the assistant coach up and quitting before the season starts. Um, so that was some negative publicity, I guess, negative media uh, attached to the Milwaukee Bucks. And in that interview with Eric Name, we talk about the fact of, are they going to replace Terry Stotts? With who are they going to replace Terry Stotts? What are their options to replace Terry Stotts? How much does this impact the offense now that Terry Stotts is not there? All of that in that Eric Name interview again on your Odyssey app uh, or at 1250amthefan.com. And so that negativity, along with a possible slow start with a rookie head coach and Adrian Griffin, um, really, you know, could all become talking points around, you know, Giannis not staying, right? And now that that deal is signed, that he's here, the duration with Damian Lillard, what Lillard's got left on his contract, that's a huge, huge deal because now it's not going to be a sideshow. Now it's not going to be a distraction all year about is Giannis staying or is Giannis going? Uh, and everybody's favorite Brian Windhorst over at ESPN, who just, I, yeah, again, I, I, I don't like when people go after national media members and say, oh, they, 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 they hate small markets or they don't like us and they, they want the big markets to win and da, 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 da. I, that type of stuff. It, it drives me nuts. It just does. And sometimes you'll have people just be brutally honest on TV, right? Like Stephen A. Smith and those guys and Molly Karam talking about they don't want Milwaukee to advance because they don't want to have to come here. They don't. They they want to go somewhere warm. They're just being brutally honest. So you don't got to worry about any blinders there uh, uh, as far as, you know, saying one thing and then not knowing exactly what they're thinking. They were just brutally honest. And then, of course, when they got attacked, then they obviously try to walk it back. But the, those were their feelings. There's no hiding from it. That, those were their feelings. That's what they thought. So from that point forward, no Bucks fan is ever going to look at Stephen A. Smith ever again the same way. And maybe before that, they didn't really I don't know, trust him or whatever. I agree with some stuff he says. Some stuff I don't. It is what it is. Uh, but when he starts talking about you know the Bucks uh, or the NBA and the Eastern Conference and so forth, then it's just kind of in one ear, out the other ear, not really paying attention kind of because I know where you're at, right? And he's, he's out there. He's forefront. He's telling he's a Knicks fan. He wants his Knicks to do well. And, you know, they haven't forever. Um, so now what happens? Uh, you know, Tuesday, uh, there was reports. I forgot who was reported it. Uh, I think it was somebody in Philly, maybe it was, that reported that the Knicks are putting together a package to try and get Joel Embiid from the Sixers. Because if James Arden is out, then maybe they're going to blow that whole thing up and start over. Who knows? So it's like three, four players, first round picks and everything else. So guess what? So now instead of Giannis being that guy, now they're going to try and get somebody else to go to the New York Knicks. Um, just like they tried forever to get somebody to go to the Lakers and eventually, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis go to the Lakers. That's that's just kind of what this is. And it is what the NBA is more so than any other sport. Like this, this, 
market size stuff does not happen in the National Football League. You just don't you just don't hear about it, right? It's like you don't hear, oh man, boy, we got to make sure we get somebody to the Giants that's really good to help out, you know, that market. Oh boy, we really got to get somebody big to the Jets to help out that market. No. Oh boy, we better get somebody to Chicago to help out the Bears because you know we need those ratings. That doesn't happen. That's never a conversation. It never comes up. Doesn't even in Major League Baseball when you talk about market sizes, most of those big markets, Sands, maybe the White Sox, all spend big money, right? L.A. markets spending big money. New York markets spending big money. Uh, the Cubs normally are spending a fer- fairly good amount of money in most years. So these bigger markets, the Braves, spending a lot of money in Atlanta. Most of these big markets spend a lot of money and get the star quality because they're paying the big money. Only in the NBA do you have all this rigmarole of trying to figure out how to get guys from small markets to larger markets through trade or free agency or whatever the case may be. And that's a valuable lesson that I learned having Giannis in this market. Because prior to this, we didn't really have a superstar since you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That was that was the last one. Uh, Oscar Robertson, he was more towards the end of his career. But that, that was the last time. Bogan was a nice player, not a superstar. Uh, Michael Red was an all-star, an Olympian. Superstar? Nah. A good player, right? He's a good player. Bradley Beal-esque type, Chris Middleton type guy. That's That's... That's not superstar. That's that's a very good player. But when you get a legit superstar in Giannis, a guy that you know is known worldwide, internationally, considered a top two, top three players, one MVPs, one defensive player of the year, one most improved player of the year, what every award you can possibly win, including winning a championship uh, in your market. Never did I think that all of these years later that we would still be talking about him staying or leaving and whether or not he's going to leave. And I'll be honest, I thought he was going to leave. The last time I didn't think I I wasn't convinced he was going to stay because nobody ever stays in these markets. Nobody ever. LeBron left his home state, for God's sakes, twice. So, again, and I know Giannis is different, Spark. Clearly, he has proven himself right over and over again. But Brian Windhorst, going back to the original point here on ESPN, who said, oh, he's going to be playing for another team. You know, at the end of his contract, that's what I'm hearing. He's leaving. He's going to go play somewhere else on ESPN. Okay. Well, now he signs a contract extension. And now what do you have? Now you have Windhorse on TV talking about how, well, I, I don't really understand why he did what he did. It's it's yeah, it's questionable why you would leave all that money on the on the table and, and have that fourth year because then he'd be over, what, $230 million or whatever it is. Uh, so he's leaving all that money on the table, and now you don't really leave yourself an out where you could, you had some leverage throughout the rest of this season into next summer uh, to leave you an opportunity to get out of there if you wanted to get out of there. Now you don't. That's all this crap from Winhorse. It, it's just like, okay, first of all, you were wrong, and it's okay that you were wrong, Brian Winhorse. It won't be the last time you were wrong. Nobody is perfect. People make mistakes, and... So you got something wrong. So move on. Like why, why, why just be so, I don't know if I'd say better, but like he he was the only one, even Stephen A. Smith. And again, for the record, I don't watch those shows. That video clip of Windhorse and Stephen A. was on the front page of the ESPN website, which I'm I'm on to quite often, obviously, as most sports fans are. 
So I watched the clip, the video clip there. That's how I always see this stuff. Unless somebody, you know, retweets it on social media or something. I, I, I'm at work. I'm not watching TV. Um, so anyways, so even Stephen A. Smith is like, what are you talking about? You're not, how can you question a guy taking $62 million a year, man? Like injuries happen. Life happens. Things change. Now you're guaranteed $62 million a year for three years. 